Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. Troy Reynolds, the primary suspect in the hit-and-run that left a Yaka Valley teenager dead, turned himself in at the Joshua Tree Courthouse yesterday. Online news editor Robert Hayden was there and brings us this report. Troy Reynolds entered a not-guilty plea in the suspected hit-and-run case that resulted in the death of Yucca Valley teenager Joshua Barreras. Reynolds is currently out on $500,000 bail, a sharp increase from the $75,000 that was suggested by prosecution. Reynolds is the primary suspect in a hit-and-run that occurred on January 26th on 29 Palms Highway near Avalon Avenue. The 16-year-old Yucca Valley teen was found unresponsive in the center median of the highway and was pronounced dead at a hospital later that night. During Tuesday morning's arraignment, Judge Sarah E. Oliver addressed the packed courtroom, acknowledging that the case had drawn extra attention as friends and family members of both parties were in attendance. She asked everyone to not interrupt the proceedings and protect the rights of the victim and the suspect. The courtroom remained calm as Judge Oliver described the suspect's behavior following the alleged hit and run. She cited the fact that Reynolds allegedly left the scene where Joshua Pereiras was struck, leaving the teen in the road. The judge also says that Reynolds did not call 911, and the truck that Reynolds was driving when he allegedly struck the victim was found at a body shop an hour away in another county. She also stated that Reynolds did not come forward until the sheriff's office approached him with evidence. Judge Oliver called his behavior a concern for the court and described Reynolds as a flight risk. Alongside the half-million-dollar bail, Reynolds is also required to wear a GPS ankle monitor and will not be allowed to operate any motorized vehicles. Immediately following the arraignment, a disruption occurred outside the courtroom between the family and friends of both the victim and the suspect. Heated words turned to a brief physical altercation that eventually moved to the outside of the courthouse, where law enforcement spoke with both parties for nearly an hour. As tempers cooled, family and friends of Josh remained outside holding photos and sharing stories about the beloved and missed 16-year-old. He's the best kid in the whole wide world. Happy. You know, he didn't didn't deserve that. He didn't. That was Autumn, Joshua's mom. She said that the arraignment yesterday morning brought some small comfort to the family. A little bit of relief. A little bit that he's in jail. Because, because he didn't need to get away with that. He needs to. That's not right. He, he should, If he could have, if he would have stopped, he might have been alive. Troy Reynolds was arrested for felony hit and run, resulting in permanent injury or death. He's currently out on half a million dollars bail, and the next scheduled court date is on April 16th. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. The Johnson Valley Shared Use Area is now open to the public. The Marine Corps has concluded training and the land has been thoroughly inspected and returned to the Bureau of Land Management for public use and recreation. The Marine Corps issued a statement thanking the community for their support. The Marine Corps will continue to conduct outreach and inform the public of any changes in land use for the Johnson Valley Shared Use Area. The area will be closed again this year for training from August 15th through August 26th. Last night's meeting of the 29 Palms City Council featured lots of money talk as the city's purse holder gave mid-year budget updates on various funds. Reporter Heather Clisby has more. After presenting a cash-for-trash check to a local wildlife rehab facility, Feathers and Fur, the council acknowledged the work of Reach Out Morongo Basin. Council member Joel Klink announced that there is no more road access from Amboy to Kelbaker Road, 
a heavily trafficked route to Las Vegas. In speaking with Supervisor Don Rao, Klink learned that Caltrans discovered that the pilings under Bridge 77 on National Trails Highway are 50% degraded and must be repaired immediately. Until further notice, drivers should gas up and find alternate Vegas routes such as Highway 62 to Highway 95. City Finance Director Abigail Hernandez-Conde then presented mid-year budget updates on various funds to the council. First up, audit results on expended federal funds for fiscal year 2023-2024. During that time, the city spent $4.8 million on community development block grants, roads, water, and emergency services. Hernandez-Conde then reported on the status of the city's general fund, which includes revenue mostly from property taxes, vehicle license fees, transient occupancy taxes, and sales taxes. The city has $250,000 remaining from the Lucky Park Pool Rehab, which can be applied to other unfinished projects. Next, Hernandez-Conde looked at Project Phoenix funds and the related Enterprise Fund, which exists solely for the downtown sewer treatment plant. The city has $354,000 left over from Project Phoenix, and Council will discuss how to reallocate those funds in future meetings. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Heather Clisby. The Yucca Valley Planning Commission met last night with Starbucks West and a negative population growth rate as the main topics of discussion. Here is reporter Adeline J. Wells with all the details from the meeting. Last night's Yucca Valley Planning Commission meeting featured another step towards development for Starbucks West, the new coffee house to be built on the corner of Barbary Avenue and Highway 62. The shop's proposed landscape and irrigation plans include mesquite and palo verde trees, red yuccas, and other desert shrubs. The commission unanimously approved the plans, with Commissioner Vasconcelos noting that the plant palette will bring new vibrance to that street corner. Staff anticipates that building permits will be issued soon. The commission also reviewed last year's General Plan Annual Housing Element Report, which evaluates how housing development within the town. The report noted that between January 1st of 2022 and 2023, Yucca Valley had a growth rate of negative 0.4%. This decrease in population was in line with other towns of similar size, and the growth rate for the state of California was negative 0.4% as well. Town staff reported that there are approximately 125 short-term rental permits currently available in Yucca Valley, an increase from the 95 available in November of last year. Staff is also beginning research regarding pop-up vendors and how businesses fall in line with state codes. This is Adeline J. Wells reporting for Z1077 in Joshua Tree. The San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors Chair Don Rao is hosting a public safety forum tonight with San Bernardino County Sheriff Shannon Dykus in Joshua Tree. The event will be held at the Joshua Tree Community Center at 4.30 p.m. and Supervisor Rao and Sheriff Dykus will be discussing their work in the high desert and throughout the county answering questions from the public. The Joshua Tree Community Center is located at 6171 Sunburst Street. This afternoon, the 29 Palms Water District Board of Directors will gather for their monthly meeting. Reporter Heather Clisby rejoins us with a look at their agenda. On Wednesday evening, the 29 Palms Water District Board of Directors will meet to discuss water-related issues. The agenda includes the appointment of a representative and an alternate to the Association of California Water Agencies Joint Powers Insurance Authority. The board will also discuss inactive meters in the city. The remainder of the public meeting will consist of management reports on maintenance, water quality, and finance. The meeting begins at 4 p.m. on Wednesday, February 28th at 72401 Hatch Road in 29 Palms and may be viewed on the district's website at 29palmswater.net. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Heather Clisby.
The 29 Palms Tourism Improvement Business District meets in regular session tomorrow afternoon. On their agenda is a presentation about and discussion of event grant applications, which will include a list of all those who have applied for grants to produce local public events in 29 Palms. Some of those applying include the organizers of an art tour, a mural program, an astronomy program, and a convention for desert rats. The TBID will also review a proposal for social media services and opportunities for working with other neighboring organizations. The meeting is open to the public and begins at 3.30 p.m. tomorrow at 6136 Adobe Road in 29 Palms. And finally, the 29 Palms High School Boys Varsity Wildcats tennis team hosted the Eagles of Desert Hot Springs yesterday. The Wildcats won a tough match 10-8 in singles action. Jeremy Burks won one set and Justice Fontias won one set. In doubles action, the team of Adonai Patu and Michael Acosta won two sets. The Wildcats are 2-1. The Wildcats travel to India on Thursday. Go Wildcats! That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmatz.